You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast presented to you by PHL Sports Nation. This is your host, Matt Lupe. I hope everyone is staying healthy and safe uh, during this pandemic and enjoying um, yourself as much as you can without sports. I'm doing my best to provide you guys with sports. And tonight, I am doing a live broadcast of a mock draft, which was airing uh, Tuesday night on Twitter. If you didn't catch it, Make sure you listen to this podcast. This is the live content from the the live video talking about what the needs are for the Eagles, when they should be drafting those needs. And then we finally made a uh, seven-round mock draft for the Eagles going through rounds one through six with the eight picks that the Eagles have, um, addressing those needs in different rounds and talking about the players that we were picking Really enjoyed my time with all the people that joined. Again, thank you so much for joining. I'm looking forward to doing stuff like this in the future because I think it worked out really well. Um, A lot of people got their comments and questions out, and I was able to address those. So I hope you guys enjoy, and um, let me know if you guys want this in the future. I'd be more than happy to set up another live before the draft and do another mock draft. So first off for uh, running backs, I'm sorry. Running backs are very interesting because Miles Sanders is, I mean, he's one of the, he's already really good in the NFL. I mean, he's um, obviously has work to do to be considered one of the elite running backs, but he's the guy in Philly. You can't, you can't argue with that. The Eagles have gone so long with these running back by committees and um, Miles Sanders, they definitely, they finally invested a high draft pick into a, a really good running back and he brings it all to the table. When he started, he wasn't the best runner, um, wasn't a great receiver out of the backfield, but then boom, instantly he was improving every aspect of his game. By the end of the season, him and Boston Scott were one of the hottest running back duos in the entire league. So I really like Miles Sanders. I like the way that the Eagles are going in the route of having Miles Sanders as the top running back for the team. Boston Scott is currently currently the running back number two. Um... That's questionable. I, I really like Boston Scott. I like what he brings to the team. I know the Eagles value running backs like that. However, he went from being on the practice squad of another team to being promoted and then the practice squad of the Eagles up to the active roster. That's a big jump from practice squad to running back two in one year. So if the Eagles have a, an option to bring in someone better, keep, still keep Boston Scott around, but still bring in um, a little bit more depth and not have Boston Scott have so much on the table. I think that definitely needs to be considered. Right now, they only have three running backs rostered. That's Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Elijah Holyfield. Holyfield was added late in the season, kind of like Boston Scott was the year before. Um, He's kind of a power back, hasn't played a snap in the NFL regular season yet, but he has a big body, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him this summer. Hopefully, they, they, they can have some OTAs and training camp to showcase what Holyfield has to offer, Um, but... In free agency, they still got guys like Carlos Hyde and um, Isaiah Crowell out there. If they want to add some veteran pieces, they definitely have the the money to do so. They definitely have options out there to do so. They won't break the bank, but bring in a little bit of depth and veteran experience that the Eagles would need. Also, you got to think about LaShawn McCoy um, and the stuff that he said today about he would love to come back to Philly. And um, I met him about a year and a half ago, no, a year and a couple months ago, and um, I told him, you know, come back to Philly, man. And he was like, I would love to. You know, he loves the idea of it, but is it actually going to happen? I don't know. I don't think so. But um, I, would, I wouldn't be mad about seeing it happen, definitely. Um, the guys that we're going to talk about and target in this mock draft are A.J. Dillon and Sewo Alana Lua. Um, kind of a difficult last name to say, but he's very. Th- those running backs are very similar to Derrick Henry and Marshawn Lynch running styles, big bruising backs. 
um, that can do a lot more than just run up the middle. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the Eagles hopefully drafting one of those two to complement Sanders and Scott as best as possible. Um, You don't really need a running back by committee this year, but you want to keep Sanders fresh. So it's important to add to the running back group throughout the draft um, one pick and then maybe a free agent signing in in the summer to make sure that Sanders isn't taking 70% of the snaps this upcoming year. And uh, I think the need for the power back is at the all-time high um, because Sanders and Scott are more do-it-all backs, but they can't run up the middle on a fourth and one and guarantee get you that uh, first down if you want. So right now it is 8-10. We're going to get started with this mock draft. Like I said, um, we're going to talk about every single pick, all eight picks. Um, We're not going to do any trades. We're going to point out who was drafted before um, we are making this selection to see if the Eagles would possibly trade up at all. Um, so here we go. Let me get this rolling real quick. Um, I think the top needs for the Eagles obviously starts with wide receiver. And then after that, it's going to be safety, defensive end, linebacker, interior offensive lineman, and then running back. Um, I will definitely go through that as we progress through the mock draft talk about what needs should be addressed when and see what's going to fall to the Eagles. I'm going to pick, if you guys have used the draft network for mock drafts, it's amazing. Um, normally I, I use the fast speed just to roll through it real quick, but we're going to do normal just to see what players are going when. Um, and uh, yeah, computer is being slow. One second. Also, I have this little whiteboard with me um, with the picks. I'm going to write down who the, who we're going to be taking for the Eagles um, just so we can keep track of it throughout. Um, uh, we're going to make sure that you guys know who I'm taking because there's no way for me to share my screen right now um, on Periscopes with my phone. So I think this is the best way to share it. Let's get this rolling. All right, so as the first round gets underway, please go into the comments and tell me who you would like to see the Eagles draft at 21 overall. I would, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people are going to go with Justin Jefferson. Um, he's, the, he's the hot receiver right there, but I would like to see uh, any other options you guys would consider, maybe a non-wide receiver. I think wide receiver is definitely the pick that they would do. We got Henry Ruggs. I don't know if he's going to be there at 15, but if he's there, definitely have to do that. Henry Ruggs is a really, really fast receiver, um, but he brings a lot more. Um, okay, uh, another option there. Um, I'm liking those two so far because uh, it's good to hear something other than Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson, if he's not there, either trade back. Or Murray or Queen. Okay, those are two linebackers. Um, we're going to talk about linebackers in the future in, in a couple of, couple of minutes here as the rounds go on um, because the Eagles haven't really valued linebacker that much. Um, so here we go. We're on the clock at pick number 21 overall. This has been happening a lot to me. I don't know why, but Jerry Judy is always falling to pick 21. And I haven't been taking him at all because I don't see it happening. I don't want to waste a mock draft on something that I think that's going to be unrealistic. Jerry Judy, in my opinion, is the best receiver in this draft class. So I can't bring myself to drafting someone that I am very confident won't be there. Um, so right now we have Justin Jefferson. I'm going to I'm going to announce the ones that are most realistic. Justin Jefferson. Um, Kristen Fulton, Jordan, or not Jordan Love, um, Denzel Mims, Kenneth Murray, Gross Matos, Cesar Ruiz, and um, someone just said Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is still available. AJ Terrell. Um, I think the best option for the Eagles right here, he's not my favorite wide receiver in the draft, but I think the best option is Justin Jefferson. Jalen Rager is my favorite, and I'll explain that in a little bit, but we're going to go with Justin Jefferson to start things off at number 21 overall, wide receiver from LSU. Um, 
Justin Jefferson is a really good receiver because, in my opinion, he's one of the most pro-ready receivers in this class. And a lot of people are saying that he's only a slot receiver. I want to address that for a second because he is a slot receiver. He The LSU was obviously the most successful organization um, this past season because they won the national championship. And they looked at Justin Jefferson and they, they saw him as a slot receiver. I don't think that's the biggest problem out there. If you're looking at a receiver coming from a very successful organization and they're saying, hey, this guy's a really good slot receiver, why would you want to change that? I can almost guarantee you that if the Eagles drafted him and then week one, if Alshon Jeffrey is healthy and on the team, it would be Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson on the outside and Justin Jefferson on the inside. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think the conception of Justin Jefferson is only a slot receiver. That's definitely incorrect. But Justin Jefferson is not going to be someone that's going to transition from inside to outside full time. If the Eagles do draft Justin Jefferson at 21, I think they almost have to double dip at wide receiver or address it in the third round at pick 103 because he doesn't play to his speed that he measured in the uh, in the combine. It was uh, 4-4-3. He doesn't play to that at all. He's a vertical slot receiver, so you don't have a backup or a uh, replacement for Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey in the, for the future. So you still need that outside receiver. You still need that burner that the Eagles fans have been wanting for so long. Um, so Justin Jefferson, as good as he is, as pro-ready as he is, he's not the final solution there at 21. So now we're at pick 53. If you guys, before I make my pick, tell me who you would like to see drafted in the second round. Right now there's Jonathan Taylor running back, which is very unlikely. Um, Jeremy Chin, safety from Southern Illinois. KJ Hamler, everybody knows about him. Ashton Davis, safety from Cal. Um, we got, I'm seeing a defensive player in the first round. I just don't think the Eagles get a wide receiver pick 21. It just depends who's on the board. If they fall in love with Jefferson or Rager, I can I I am very confident they would pick him. However, if someone falls that they really like, um, like C.J. Henderson, I think he's a he's a top fifteen talent. But if something like that falls to them, I mean, it would be hard to pass up, especially how deep this wide wide receiver class is. Um, yeah, it's it's you're right. It's super stacked. Um, I mean, K.J. Hamler in any other year. He would be a first-round talent, and nobody would be really giving him that much uh, disrespect. Um, right now, we have two picks for KJ Hamler. Okay, um, keep keep uh, responding in the comments who you guys want to see. I like that pick. Um, we also got Lavisca Chenault out there, T. Higgins. Um, we also had right before our pick, Matt Hennessy was picked, Antoine Winfield Jr., Terrell Lewis, AJ Terrell. Um, guys who I've seen slotted to the Eagles, KJ Hill, KJ Hamler. KJ Hill is probably too uh, quick for him, too early in the draft. Um, who would you trade up for? What would you give up? Personally, in the second round, I would trade up for... Um, I, I really like AJ Terrell. Uh, I think he would be a good corner to trade up for, and he was picked just right before the Eagles. Um, also, Matt Hennessy, an interior offensive lineman from Temple. It's not the pick that people are expecting, but the Eagles love prioritizing offensive linemen. So I think that would definitely be an option um, as a replacement for um, Jason Kelsey and Brandon Brooks down the road. Right now, we're going to go with KJ Hamler in round two to get that outside speed. I am uh, a little bit critical of KJ Hamler just because of his size. He's. Um, uh, you, you're not voting. You're just uh, throwing it in the comments, and we'll gauge who's picking um, where. And I'll, I'll have you guys do that every single round, and I'll also put my input in there. But just make a comment um, on who you would like to see drafted. I'll give you like the top guys available. But KJ Hamler, he's five eight, five nine. He's a very, very small receiver. So, um, but he has returnability. He can be a punt returner. Um, he's very explosive. If an offense can integrate him the right way, it's his size is not going to be that big of a factor. I'm just very concerned about seeing him as a 5'8", 5'9", receiver and um, worrying, okay, is he going to be able to get off man coverage um, against these big corners in the league? Um, he 
get a corner to line up with Darius Slay, top guy. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about the secondary. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Actually, we'll, we'll cover that right now because now is a good time to consider linebackers and secondary players, defensive backs. So first of all, in the uh, safety position, the Eagles currently have Jalen Mills, Rodney McLeod, uh, Marcus Epps, and Rudy Ford. Very top-heavy uh, top heavy group right there. Jalen Mills and Rodney McLeod are definitely the clear-cut starters. And then Epps and Ford are, you can put them in situations you probably don't want them being your third safety and um, special teams. Um, do not trade up. Too many needs. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I would like to keep as many picks as possible or get more picks. But if the Eagles are in love with someone, they can't walk away from it, even if it if the cost is small. Um, linebacker, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but secondary is definitely going to be considered. And defensive end, you know how the Eagles value them. Um, always going to be considered. But like I said, with the safeties, I think the Eagles need to get a developmental starter. Um, you need someone behind Jalen Mills and Rodney McLeod because they're both on one-year contracts. Um, you can't – I mean, Jalen Mills is switching positions, first of all. If it doesn't work out and the Eagles put him back to corner, if they re-sign him next year or just let him walk and he's not with the team, then you, you need someone to fill in that role, especially losing Malcolm Jenkins. That's big shoes to fill. Rodney McLeod is also uh, – actually, no, he's on a two-year deal. I'm sorry. So he, a little bit more stability there, but he's kind of your center field safety. A uh, little bit more leeway with that because Jalen Mills is going to be the one in more coverage and um, blitzing, linebacker sets, stuff like that. Um, I would love to get uh, a safety that you can rely on in uh, the three safety sets. Like in the Super Bowl season when the Eagles had Corey Graham always on the field – that's something that I want to see again because it worked so well. Um, I think that the Eagles love running that in the defensive backfield. Having three guys that you can rely on in the back end. And then Darius Slay. I mean, don't forget about him. He's an elite uh, corner in this league. And then over on the other side, you still have Avante Maddox or Sidney Jones or someone that you want to draft. Um, Darius Slay has got four years on his contract left. Maddox has two. Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas with one. Um, year left on their contract same with Craven LeBlanc and Nikel Roby Coleman was signed to a one-year deal so there's not a lot of long-term solutions there other than Darius Slay so I think there needs to be another developmental starter a true outside corner right now the Eagles are trying to have uh, Avante Maddox go from the slot to the outside I like it I think he's definitely the best suited right now but he's a little bit small and um Hasn't seen the best competition so far on the outside. So I'm a little bit skeptical, but having Darius Slay definitely helps because the Eagles won't have to have Maddox line up against a number one wide receiver on another team. Um, I think the Eagles are set in the slot. I mean, they don't need anybody other than Craven LeBlanc and Nikel Roby Coleman. They're pretty good there. But I want to see Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas improve and compete for an outside cornerback uh, job. Um, I just think Maddox is too short. And he's really small, and we need a bigger... Yeah, I agree. His size is definitely a concern to me. Um, I would like to see a bigger corner and someone that can play a little bit better press coverage. But right now, taking a break from the secondary, we are in round three. So drop round three recommendations in the comments right now, and I will get to those and talk about who is on the board right now. So right now we got Troy Dye, linebacker from Oregon that I like. Um, Kevon Wallace, safety from Clemson, really good. Logan Wilson, linebacker from, from Wyoming. Van Jefferson, I mean, the Eagles already, we just picked two wide receivers back-to-back, -back, so I doubt the Eagles would go back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back wide receivers, uh, especially because he's a little bit similar to Justin Jefferson. Um, however, he's out there. Um, we got, that's, that's very top-heavy right now. Um, Darnell Mooney, another wide receiver. If the Eagles didn't go with KJ Hamler in the second round, Darnell Mooney would definitely be an option. Um, Nick Harris, interior offensive lineman. So there's definitely good options out there. I think right now would be a great time to go for a linebacker. And I'm going to go with uh, Logan Wilson. Uh, Bryce Hall, he's, he's not on the board anymore. Um, 
And before the Eagles picked, uh, I want to keep saying this, KJ Hill was picked. That was a, someone put that in the comments. So he's going to be going around round three if the Eagles like him. In round three, they might trade up. Bradley Anay, I talked about him in a podcast previously. Um, Khalid Kareem as well. Those are both edge rushers. So um, content on those on the Birds Banter podcast previously. Who else would be our guy? Um, yeah, I mean, I I agree. I agree. Um, it's it's definitely between Wallace and Wilson. Um, Wallace being the safety and Wilson being the linebacker. Um, I'm torn right now. I'm going to take another minute. Um, guys, put in the comments, Kevon Wallace or Logan Wilson, um, who you would like to see because I'm torn. I think the Eagles are going to prioritize safety first. But I know a lot of fans want linebacker, and we have a chance to grab a good linebacker here. So put in uh, if you want Wallace or Wilson, and we're going to go forth um, after this third-round pick. Um, in the meantime, linebacker, historically, it isn't very valued. Um, since Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman took back over in 20... All right, we got Wallace. Since Howie Roseman took back over in 2016, Joe Walker and uh, Nate Gary were the only linebackers taken and that was the sixth round and the seventh round um yeah the first round yeah i i agree um all right so right now the consensus is kevon wallace he's favored two to one out of the votes that we've gotten um so i think i i agree with that i think that would be the best pick of on wallace a safety from clemson because he's uh he's he'll be a great replacement from jalen mills if they need to replace him if not He's ready to start um, as a third safety. So that's the pick that we made. Um, let's update the board real quick. Just to recap, we got um, Justin Jefferson with a 21st pick. Um, Wallace went to high school. That's awesome. Um, that, it's really cool to see guys progress from high school to uh, the pros, especially if you know them. So that's really cool. Um updating this board real quick so to recap first round we got justin jefferson second round kj hamler third round kavon wallace i like it we addressed wide receiver i have my needs down here i ranked them wide receiver cross that off because we got two i think the eagles are going to settle with two receivers in the draft safety that was my fourth need uh behind cornerback and defensive end now that's crossed off the list so we're good to go. The remaining top needs for the Eagles, cornerback, um, cornerback, defensive end, and linebacker are the ones that we want to address going forward. Right now, we're on the clock in round four at pick 127. This is where it gets a little interesting. At pick 145 and 146, when I've been doing these mock drafts, I've been very, very satisfied with what's been falling to me. So I hope that happens again, but 127, um, it's an interesting situation. So right now, the picks that went before, uh, Ben Bredesen, interior offensive lineman from Michigan, that's someone that I would love to see with this pick, but unfortunately he went two picks prior. Um, other than that, Evan Weaver, linebacker from Cal, tackle machine, uh, he just went. Logan Wilson went a little bit. Uh, Troy Dot, yeah, the, the linebackers didn't fly off the board as fast as I expected in round three. They carried over to round four, but right now in round four, put your uh, recommendations in the comments right now. I'll read off what the Eagles have available right now. We're going to neglect wide receivers right now. I don't see them taking three out of the four top rounds. Um, I, I don't really like what I'm seeing right now. Um, have to take a center. I agree. It should definitely be prioritized. Um, Alton Robinson, he's someone that I've been trying to get at 145. He's been falling to me a lot. The edge rusher from Syracuse, I really like him. Um, I don't know, guys. I, it's 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 dry right now. Um, going beyond them, Nick Coe, I think, I think Nick Coe would be the next best option. He's an edge rusher from Auburn. Um, after, I mean, he, I uh, Jason Kelsey might retire after the season. Yeah, I agree. You got to prepare for Jason Kelsey. Right now, the Eagles have Nate Herbig as their backup center, but he—I don't think he was active for any game in the 2019 season. So, if they're not going to trust him as a backup center to even dress for a game, 
it's a little bit worrisome. Right now, unfortunately, there's not many good interior offensive linemen on the board. Um, if the Eagles want one, I think their best case is early in the draft or late in the draft. Um, right now, it, it'd be too much of a reach. I'm going to go ahead and pick Alton Robinson, edge rusher from Syracuse. Um, he's, I think he's really underrated. Um, I think they should go after cornerback or D-end. Yep. Yeah, we, we got we snagged the D-end. Um, and uh, he is one of my favorite in the draft. I think he's very underrated. So we got Alton Robinson at pick 127. We were again on the clock at 145. Um, cross off DN. DN is a position that the Eagles definitely need because um, I want to talk about this quite a bit because the depth for the defensive end position is not good. Uh, it's a very underrated need for the Eagles. Derek Barnett, I don't think he's a long-term solution. Um, he's just not living up to the hype as a 14th overall pick. Brandon Graham, he's getting older. He's on the, the wrong end of 30 years old. He's got two more years left on his contract, so I'm not sure how much more he's going to contribute to the team. Um, I think offensive line and defensive line for the Eagles are going to be considered every single round. Whether we like it or not, round one, the Eagles will be looking at offensive linemen and defensive linemen. I don't think they're going to prioritize it in rounds one, two, or three. I'm not, I don't think they're going to say, we need to get a center by round three or an edge rusher by round four. I don't think it's going to work that way. I think Harry Roseman is just going to look at the board and think think to himself, this is a very underrated need. We don't need to address it right now, but it should be addressed at some point. So whenever someone good falls to us, we need to go and get them. The lines, offensive and defensive lines, are a great candidate for a trade-up piece because Roseman will definitely be looking at players that he thinks are falling and he can get better value for them. Right now, we're on the tail end of round four with the compensatory picks. Eagles have back-to-back picks at 145 and 146. Right now, Lynn Bowden, uh, wide receiver from Kentucky. My friend Nick, he's been on the podcast twice now. I'm not sure if he's on right now on the live chat, but um, he loves Lynn Bowden. He swears by the Eagles drafting him. Um, He is an interesting player because he's kind of like Greg Ward. He played quarterback the last um, year at Kentucky this last year because uh, there's a lot of injuries to the team so he had to step up and be a quarterback which is very very interesting don't see that too often but he's kind of a gadget player I think again like KJ Hamler if they have a good coach and a good offensive offensive system to work him into it would be a great pick as you can see there's a lot of talent here at the wide receiver position the Eagles could wait um, draft one in round one and then wait till round four because right now, it's Lynn Bowden, Gabriel Davis, Colin Johnson, Devin DuVernay, um, Tyler Johnson. I mean, that's that's solid. Um, right now, I think my favorite out of the list would be Devin DuVernay. Uh, wide receiver from Texas. He was a beast in the slot. Um, so I don't think the Eagles would be looking at him if they get Justin Jefferson. That would be too many slot receivers on the team. Um, however, my pick, I'm sure everyone's going to agree with this, is going to be A.J. Dillon, running back from Boston College. A.J. Dillon, I just talked about him at the beginning of this show, if you guys missed it. He is very comparable to like a Derrick Henry. He's a power back, but he can do a lot more than that. Instead of um, instead of trying to juke defenders out of their shoes, he's always just plowing right through them. I really like his play. His highlight reel is insane. If you guys haven't seen A.J. Dillon, from Boston College, go check him out. Insane value for the fourth round. I think he's good enough to go in the third round, so I hope that he sticks around and the Eagles can snag him even with pick 127. Um, That would be a great value. And like I said, the Eagles need to add a power runner to the back end of that running back group to complement Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Um, Right now, we're on the clock again. If you guys have any recommendations for pick 146 in round four, Please let me know. Um, I'm going to look at the list. Like I said, there's a ton of wide receivers right now. Um, yeah, it's, it's very wide receiver heavy. The Eagles can get their linebacker, Davion Taylor, is on the board. Um, 
he's decent. He's got good range, so good um, good coverage skills, which the Eagles have been lacking. Um, he's, he's more of a space defender because uh, he, he has a lot of burst and a lot of coverage skills, so I think that he would be good for the Eagles, um, kind of fill, uh, fill the build of a rotational linebacker like they have right now with guys like Nate Gary and TJ Edwards. Um, it's not going to be a starting middle linebacker like the Eagles are looking for. However, this would be a good pick. I think that this is my favorite pick right now because it addresses the linebacker position. Um, he's 6'1", 224, so uh, he's got good size to him. Also, another pick to consider, the Eagles probably wouldn't do this right now. I wouldn't do it, but Isaiah Hodgins is on the board in round four. Uh, wide receiver from Oregon State. He is probably the best hands in the entire class. Um, really, really good receiver, big physical receiver, great value there. And Michael P. Ryan, he is my backup option if A.J. Dillon falls, um, if he, he gets picked before these 145, 146 picks. So Michael P. Ryan is definitely an option if the Eagles don't get A.J. Dillon. But right now we're going to go with Davion Taylor, linebacker, for, linebacker from Colorado. I like that pick. Um, we addressed linebacker. It's not the flashy linebacker that everybody's looking for. Um, I, I kind of want a linebacker like that to solidify the group. But like I said, the Eagles just don't prioritize the position like that. Um, they've only drafted two. And Nate Gary, you can't even put them in, in, that, in that list because he was a safety that they can uh, transfer it over to linebacker. But you can't pay everyone on your defense. If you got guys like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, um, Malik Jackson, Darius Slay, they're taking a lot of your cap space. You got to take one position and throw it out the window. That's going to be linebacker for the Eagles. Um, right now, I think Nate Gary and TJ Edwards are going to be the starters. Um, even with Davion Taylor being drafted in this mock draft, I don't think he's going to step in and be the starter. Week one, but also you got Alex Singleton and Duke Riley as special teams players. Duke Riley, that was a very underrated trade by the Eagles. I, I like the way that he turned out as a special teams piece, but also contributing um, on defense. And Jatavis Brown was also signed in the uh, the free agent period, so he's a good player um, to have around because he's he's fast. He's got special teams presence. I would say the Eagles should be getting a linebacker by round four, which we did um, with the with the last pick. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to write these down. So just to recap, if you guys are joining us right now, we got Justin Jefferson, KJ Hamler, Kevon Wallace, Al Alton Robinson, Davion Taylor, and AJ Dillon. Um, filling the top needs for me so far, except for cornerback. We got to get a cornerback. Right now we're on the clock in round five, the second to last pick for the Eagles. So we have to make a count. Right now, uh, if you guys have any recommendations in round five, throw them in the chat right now. We got, again, a lot of wide receivers. Isaiah Hodgins fell to 167 um, or 168 where the Eagles pick. Tyler Johnson is there. Joshua Kelly, another running back option for the Eagles. Geno Stone, <clears throat> he's a safety from Iowa. If the Eagles didn't, if we didn't take Kevon Wallace in round three, Geno Stone would be locked in as my pick right here he is a really good safety i really like him um i kind of wish we chose to take a cornerback earlier in the draft i mean i'm still very happy with what we have right now um however if we got a corner earlier and didn't need a um, corner right now and needed a safety uh, geno stone would be the pick um, he'd be a great one to have there i'm gonna take uh, I'm, I'm not seeing anything in the comments right now for picks so I'm going to go with Javelin Guidry. He is, I think he's got to be the fastest corner in this class. He ran something like a 4-2-8, um, a corner from Utah. He is electric. Watch his tape. Um, I've, I've never seen a corner so involved in so many plays because he's just so quick. If he gets beat, he can get right back into it. Um, I really like the Eagles to build up. They've been drafting guys in the past that, uh, like a, a Rasul Douglas with uh, good ball skills, but they don't have the speed. I think if the Eagles draft a corner with speed and then build up the ball skills, the football IQ, they can make something special out of that. Gidry, 
Um, I don't know if he's going to be a starter by year two, year three, because the Eagles have a pretty deep cornerback group and probably are going to be looking to add more in the future. However, Gidry is a great pick, um, really, really quick. I think that's a great pick right there. Round six is where it gets interesting because right now we still need an interior offensive lineman. I think that is super important to get. So that's what we're going to be targeting 100% with pick 190. If it's not there, um, which it looks like it is, we could also get an offensive tackle as a replacement for uh, Big V and Jason Peters to fill in for their shoes. Cameron Clark is an offensive tackle that could be a, an option there. Um, round six is interesting because the Eagles aren't going to get someone that's going to contribute um, week one very much, but there's still a good amount of value there. Developmental pieces. Um, I think this is another, it goes to show that the Eagles should be trading around in the draft, trying to get more picks. It has been reported that Howie Roseman is looking to get more picks in the draft. Um, one thing I want to point out is the gap between the second and the third round for the Eagles. They go from picking 53rd overall to 103rd overall. That's 50 picks. That's a huge gap for the Eagles. I doubt Howie is going to sit there. They're going to be in their houses uh, with the coronavirus. They got to be sitting at home to um, in their their war rooms to draft their, for their team. But I don't see how he's sitting on his couch or desk, whatever it may be, and be satisfied with a 50-pick gap between rounds two and three. I would love for him to get back into rounds two or three with another pick. And also one thing to point out, when we got Davion Taylor and A.J. David, or AJ Dillon, those picks were back-to-back, 145 and 146. I think the Eagles should utilize one of those compensatory picks in trade. If um, they're in round two or round three and they like someone, they want to trade up for a player, use one of those compensatory picks and add to it because uh, it, it just seems like, yeah, there, there's value there. They, the Eagles could get a good linebacker and a good running back, but do they need back-to-back picks? Not really. I think they should space it out a little bit more, so that's the pick that I think they should use. Some players to add um, into some trades on draft day. Obviously, Rasul Douglas, he has been reported to be in some trade rumors, uh, specifically with the San Francisco 49ers. We also have Derek Barnett. If the Eagles are going to draft a defensive end in rounds one or round two, I think Derek Barnett would be a great option to use as a trade piece because he would definitely be replaced. If you're drafting someone that high, I don't see Derek Barnett being the starter, um, especially in entering a contract year um, with pending a fifth-year option, I don't think he would be the guy that they're going to lean on if they draft someone high. I know he would definitely see the field a lot either way. Um, however, I would I would like to see them prioritize someone over Derek Barnett, and if that means to trade him to get someone better, so be it. Alshon Jeffrey can always be considered just because of that weird situation with um, you know whatever is going on in the locker room, whether he's involved in the rumors or not. His injury, uh, his big contract that they're going to try to get rid of if they want him off the team. Alshon Jeffrey should definitely be considered as a trade candidate um, on draft day. But also, defensive ends. Like I said, their depth, they have a lot of players as depth, but they're not very good. Deshaun Hall and Sharif Miller, I think, are two guys that could be traded because they probably have the most value that the Eagles want to give away. Deshaun Hall was the MVP of the NFL preseason, um, bunch of sacks, bunch of forced fumbles, but didn't really have anything to show for it in the regular season. He didn't really see the field at all. Sharif Miller didn't see the field either, uh, but it was a fourth-round pick, so he has value there, but just not with the Eagles. So I think if they want to be able to trade around, they definitely have the picks to do so in round four, but also some players. I wouldn't count that out. Right now, like I said, we're in round six, the last pick for the Eagles um, right now, my remaining needs for the Eagles are interior offensive line and quarterback. I threw quarterback in there because they've been meeting with quarterbacks. It's been reported they want to draft a quarterback. I don't agree with it. Why would you? You have Carson Wentz and Nate Sudfeld. 
I know they want to draft a quarterback every year, but we saw how Clayton Thorson turned out. You wasted a fifth-round pick on somebody that, that didn't even make the team. Uh, he went to the Cowboys on their practice squad, didn't prove the Eagles wrong at all. He just sat there all year. So why would you waste a pick, especially a valuable pick like a fifth-rounder or a sixth-rounder, um, that you can get some depth at another position? It's also been rumored that they want to bring in a veteran in the quarterback room like Josh McCown or um, Joe Flacco. So it's going to get pretty hectic pretty quick in that quarterback room. Why would you need to add a draft pick there? I don't see it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but I'm not going to do that in this draft, uh, this mock draft. So we're going to look at offensive linemen. Right now, let's look at interior offensive linemen. Right now, it looks like the best value at pick two or 190 is Solomon Kinley. Um, he's, yeah, he's 6'4", 336. He's a redshirt junior, so he has experience. Um, he's from Georgia, a very good school. Um, he's got a lot of size. I think that's something that any team can work with, um, but it looks like he's not very good with his mobility. Um, but he's he's pretty good at uh, pass protection, so I think the Eagles should take a look at him if they take it this far to draft offensive linemen. Solomon Kinley is going to be our pick here. All right, so like I said, trades are definitely possible. We had some questions at the beginning of the live about if the Eagles should trade up, trade down. Um, absolutely, they, they should consider it, um, but I wasn't going to do it for the purpose of this mock draft. However, we, we build a pretty good draft class. Um, I'm not sure if you can read it here, but we got Justin Jefferson in the first round, KJ Hamler in round two, Kevon Wallace in round three, Alton Robinson in round four, followed by Davion Taylor and A.J. Dillon in round five, J, uh, J, uh, Javelin Guidry in round six, Solomon Kinley. We hit all the needs that I wanted to. Obviously, wide receivers very early. Like I said, if the Eagles were going to go get Justin Jefferson, he can play outside, but he's primar primarily going to be in the slot. So you need to complement that with speed outside. We did that with KJ Hamler. Very happy about that. Got a safety in Wallace. Um, really good. Can fill in as a third safety, or if Mills doesn't work out, he can take his spot next year. Alton Robinson is going to be great on the edge. I really like him as a player. A.J. Dillon is probably my favorite pick out of all of these just because of the value that we got from him. Um, at 146, he's going to be a beast. Um, he has huge, a huge frame. Um, he can he can make the running back group so much better because Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, they have done short yardage situations last year, but they're not someone that I would rely on every single time. Um, and they don't have the frame for it. They don't have the running style for it. A.J. Dillon does. Now you can put Miles Sanders and Boston Scott on the bench when you need to have a power rusher come in for short yardage, goal line, or whatever, punch it in in one attempt, A.J. Dillon can handle that. He's not going to come in and take 50% of the snaps because they're already established with Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. But if the Eagles get A.J. Dillon, I would imagine he would be competing pretty well with Boston Scott's snaps. There's nothing wrong with that. Boston Scott um, is a great player. Does he deserve the jump from practice squad to running back two? I think he showed a lot of promise, but that's a huge jump. Having someone like A.J. Dillon right behind him to complement that and um, have a little bit of reassurance in case something happens, an injury, uh, talent fall off, whatever it may be, is a great, great thing to have. Um, like I said, I want to finish up a little bit of the notes that I had about this draft. Um, I want to finish off with wide receivers. So right now, the Eagles, we have the Eagles drafting Justin Jefferson and K.J. Hamler. My favorite receiver in the draft is Jalen Rager. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that in the draft. I should say favorite um, fit for the Eagles. And I think Jalen Rager would be a little bit of a reach at 21. I think most teams, it was reported that most teams have the same order of the first three or four wide receivers. And I'm assuming that's Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson. And then after that, it gets really interesting. Teams might have LaVisca Chenault up there. Teams might have uh, K.J. Hamler up there. 
Brandon Ayuk, Jalen Rager, Michael Pittman can be uh, in the same sentence as all those players. So you have to consider who you like the most. After those first three guys, after those first four guys, it's a free-for-all. I think six more wide receivers are going to be picked within 25, 30 picks. Going from the end of the first round into the early and middle of the second round. Just because a player might go 25 overall, like a Denzel Mims, and then uh, Brandon Ayuk gets picked in the middle of the second, it's not that big of a fall off of, of skill level. It's just because this wide receiver class is so deep. Best case scenario, the Eagles get Henry Ruggs or Jerry Judy to fall down to them a little bit into the teens. They can trade up and get the wide receiver that they have fallen in love with. That would be best case scenario. However, unlikely that's going to happen. The talent is just too big uh, for that to happen. So I think this is a very realistic situation for the Eagles with Justin Jefferson and KJ Hamler, which we came up with. Um, I want to talk about the current Eagles wide receivers. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, um, right, it was NFL.com wrote a story that Ortega-Whiteside would be the 18th ranked wide receiver in this draft class. So I know it's a deep class, so that doesn't sound terrible. But just to consider that, um, just brainstorming real quick, my 10th receiver is probably Michael Pittman Jr. So he would be close to 18. Van Jefferson is probably around 18. If Arthega Whiteside was in this draft class, I would definitely take Pittman and uh, Van Jefferson over J.J. Arthega Whiteside. I have not given up on Arthega Whiteside at all. I don't want that to be uh, misconstrued because I think he has potential to be good. My concern, as crazy as as this is, I know we're all bored because we're missing out on on sports because of the coronavirus. These players are going to be missing out on a lot. These uh, draft prospects, they're likely not going to have OTAs or training camp, maybe not even preseason, maybe not even week one in September. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is a player that is this offseason is crucial for him. He needs to develop with Aaron Moorhead, the new wide receiver uh, coach, into a good wide receiver that can contribute to the team. Right now, he likely doesn't have that. Um, I think that is a real bummer because I was looking forward to J.J. And Harry Roseman had high praise for him. Um, I have a quote. He said that um, he expects a major step up out of JJ this upcoming season. I don't know if we're going to see it this year just because uh, the, the, the development of a receiver from year one to year two is the most important. If you look at, if you look back at previous wide receivers, other than this past year's class with uh, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf guys that just dominated the league wide receivers that get drafted in the first round uh, in year one, they're not always the greatest. It takes time. That first off, that that second off season that they have going into their sophomore year, in the NFL, so important. JJ Ortega Whiteside is going to be robbed of that, and um, that's it's a bummer. I think he's definitely a lock to make the team. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, we should use him as a trade piece." I don't believe it. Um, the Eagles invested a second round pick into him. They know what he can bring to the table. You can't go away from that. Alshon Jeffrey is also getting robbed a little bit because even if he's not on the team, he's still got that Liz Franck injury. He fractured his foot. Um, so his recovery is going to be stunted a little bit because he's not going to be with uh, the team all throughout the summer. Obviously, he's going to get medical care, but it's not going to be full-on medical care that he would normally get throughout the summer if there was no pandemic going on uh, in our world. So, Arthega Whiteside and Alshon Jeffrey, unfortunately not getting the big break that they need for a good year in 2020. That's why I think getting a pro-ready receiver in in round one, two, or three in this year's draft is super important because you have to take that into consideration. As weird as it sounds that you need to draft a good receiver because of a coronavirus, it, it's, it makes total sense. Um, like I said at the beginning of the at the show today, someone asked about Denzel Mims. I like Mims. Is he going to be ready week one or year one to be an, an elite receiver or even uh, 
top 20, top 30? I don't think so. So why would you take a chance on him when you when you need someone that can instantly contribute? I think Justin Jefferson or uh, Jalen Rager fit that build a little bit better. And then in round two, you can take a risk on KJ Hamler, Brandon Ayuk. Get the speed that you need, but maybe they're not going to be the most pro-ready guys. Need a little bit of development, but that's okay because you got that in round one. Um, that's where my mindset is with the wide receiver position. I think they definitely will go wide receiver in round one. The next best option, I could see them going defensive end. Also, um, linebacker. But that's, that's really unlikely just because of the history of the position. They don't really value it that much. Um, also, Greg Ward, do, do the Eagles trust him that much? He showed a lot of promise at the end of the year, being the number one option for Carson Wentz as far as wide receivers go, but uh, I would still limit him to the slot, and I don't know if he's going to be a guy that they're going to rely on to bounce up from a practice squad guy to being a, one of the top wide receivers, just like Boston Scott. You That doesn't happen that often, so you need insurance policies rather than playing it safe and saying, all right, we're going to lay low, go with Greg Ward and Boston Scott as our next best options and hope everything goes well. You need talent around them. I think that's going to be super important. That's going to bring me to the end of the show here. Uh, I've been on for about an hour right now. This is an awesome mock draft. I think the Eagles would be set really well. Um, This hasn't gone as well as my previous ones have, but I still knocked out every single need uh, with talented players. So I'm I'm satisfied with how that went. I'm looking forward to doing hopefully another one of these um, either later this week or next week before the draft starts because uh, in the first couple of rounds, we had a good listening, good audience. Um, I definitely appreciate you guys spending your night with me and um, watching as I make these picks and helping me out with a couple of them, um, listening along throughout the way. As as I said before, my name is Matt Loopy. I'm the host of the Birds Banter podcast. That can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever platform you like, it's going to be there. Um, if you're enjoying the show, if this is your first time, or if you've been listening before, go check us out. Um, we've had previous podcasts for a year and a half now. Um, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you rate and review. Uh, that definitely helps me out, give more exposure so I can give more back to you. Better guest speakers, better content. Um, so I definitely appreciate that. I hope you guys all enjoy your night. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Let me know. Send me a message. I'm definitely open to having more conversations about the draft and any future topics that you want to see um, happen through this podcast. So thank you again. Hope you guys all have a great night and a great rest of your week. And go Birds!